Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Maybe it's the story of Graham Rahal replacing Stephen Wilson in, in the Indy 500 that's, that's leading the charge, but what about the fact that Pato Award can win this thing? What about the fact that that Pillow is on the pole? Like, There's a story here about things changing in IndyCar and what the future looks like. But we'd be out of our heads nuts if we weren't breaking down what it means that Graham Rahal, bumped from the 500, is back in as the replacement driver for Stefan Wilson. Tony Katz, it's good to be with you. Kevin Lee joins me right now, NBC Sports. He's also the host of Trackside on 107.5, uh, the fan. And as you saw that move, that replacement, Graham Rahal, in for Stephen Wilson. We're talking about Honda to Chevrolet. We're talking about sponsor issues. We're talking about different teams. Uh, what was your first gut reaction? So when we knew that there was going to need to be a replacement, uh, people would ask about Graham Rahal. And my response was the same as what Graham said his was when Dennis Reinbold called him. Don't even waste your time because it's, it's, there are too many obstacles to navigate. But then when you started thinking about it, it did make a lot more sense. It is a, a, a Honda Chevy thing, but the Honda people are racers. They, they get it, and they're looking out for the greater good, and they understand how important it is for the Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan sponsors, Graham's partners, to be in the race. So I think that's what made it get done. And then you also think from the team's perspective, they're going to get more attention because Graham is in their car. That helps their current sponsors. And he's also the most qualified because he's been on the track this year. J.R. Hildebrand could have done it. Sage Karam could have done it. But they've not been on the track this year, so that requires an extra session. This is the best-case scenario for all involved. You know, there's there's the Hollywood story uh, about this, which is real. But that conversation about Honda to Chevrolet and, and United Rentals and Fifth Third Bank – the money is everything in this sport. You you need the sponsors to survive, and satisfying those sponsors matters greatly. So while I, I do want to take a look at the Dry Reinbold side of this, was there any mention from IndyCar and hey, uh, you should you should want to get something like this done? Hey, uh, we need to keep sponsors going and and flowing. It's hard enough as it is. Uh, we want to keep these people in these long term relationships. Was there any conversation that took place with IndyCar itself? So it could have, but I doubt it. So it, it first starts with Honda and Chevy agreeing to work with a competitor and let's think about it this way too graham rayall is going to learn some things about chevrolet that can be taken back to honda not a lot the driver's not going to learn everything in a weekend but it started with honda if honda were to have said no which i doubt they did i think they get it then indycar might have come back and said hey we need to protect one of our full-time teams because while the partners fifth third and united reynolds and fleet cost and care are full season partners the Indy 500 is what it's about. That's where we get our biggest television audience by far. It's the biggest race in the world. 
And when they're not involved, then that makes it very difficult to uh, satisfy what you've promised them. Talking to Kevin Lee of NBC Sports and Trackside on 1075, the, the, the fan, you can find him there. Um, is there a financial consideration that took place? Did United Rentals, which thought it was out of this, fifth, third, thinking they're out of this, did they say, well, look, if this happens, we're going to kick in a couple extra bucks here and there because we want to see our name on a car going in a circle and turning left? I or in an oval. So. Uh, that's usually how that works. And there was the option, and people ask this question, there has been precedent of a big-name driver with partnership being bumped, and then they essentially buy a ride for someone else. That happened with A.J. Foyt's team in 2011 with Bruno Giancara. Ryan hunter Ray had been bumped, and they essentially took the sponsorship over to that car. So I would imagine that there's a little bit of a, of a kick in there to get some of the Ray Hall partners on that car. Or it could simply be a trade. It could be, hey, you need to hire a driver. You don't have to pay the driver. If you just allow us to put the partners on the car, uh, Graham's already under salary with our team. But certainly there is a financial consideration to this. Now let's talk about Graham Rahal, because I'm with you. Uh, For Dreyer Reinbold to make this move, it looks great for them. They look like heroes in the eyes of a lot of people. It's IndyCar coming together, and people love that story. But there is the Graham Rahal story and the soap opera that seems to exist from the outsider looking in that Graham is not happy on dad's team. And Graham would like to be outside of that team. And it seems that this move gives him the opportunity to show that he can drive. So what is victory for Graham Rahal here? Just being in the race? Does he have to win the 500? Or if he places 13th, does he show the rest of IndyCar that he is not the problem, uh, Rahal Letterman Lanigan is the problem, and he should have his own deal with another team? (laughs) It's interesting. It is something to think about. I'll be very surprised if Graham is driving for another team. If And what he's talking about is just we need to be better, and he's honest. And that's something that you can do when your family owns the team. Other drivers can't be quite so blunt that we haven't got it going on. But it's generally been team-wide. Certainly with him and Jack Harvey, they have not had the pace. Lungard is an amazing talent. He's another teammate. He's been a little bit quicker at times. Um, But it it does show some things. And, And maybe it teaches them something that they can learn from the Chevy side of things. Uh, I don't see Graham going anywhere. I think he mostly just wants to motivate the team to get it together. And if it doesn't get a lot better, Graham's got many other businesses. He does not have to be a race car driver. I don't see him fully retiring. When he does stop driving full-time, he'll keep doing the Indy 500 for a few years. The idea that he's got other things going on, they're building, the, the, or if they haven't already finished, the, the massive project there, I think it's in Zionsville, uh, you don't want to be the guy who got bumped out of the 500. You don't want to be the guy sobbing by your car. Uh, there's, there's still serious ego at play. Do you believe that that ego at play could get Graham Rahal in the final, in the final analysis, could it get him to move to another team? Um, so let's look at it from the other team's perspective. Graham is talking about, I'm near the end of my full-time career. There's a lot of big-name free agents out there. So I guess to go back to your original question, say he does finish seventh or eighth, maybe that spurs some other conversations, but no one has doubted his ability at the Indianapolis 500. He's always raced to the front. He could have won the thing a couple of years ago. 
there's a really deep driver market right now. Could there be some interest? Part of it would depend on if Graham has the ability to take some of these partners with him. I don't see him taking partners and sponsors from his dad's race team. And that's a lot of what motorsport is about. There are plenty of talented drivers. If you're a talented driver that helps pay the bills, that's a different story. Um, I, I don't see Graham Rahel driving for another team next year. I think well, he'll I've be got about he's 30... at or not driving. Well, I've got about 30 seconds left with you, Kevin. We talk about some of these new names for, for many of us. It's it's a different set of names, and you've got big names that are retiring. Tony Kanaan, this is his last race. You wonder how many more Helio Castroneves has in him. Uh, we don't see, of course, people that, that I, if you will, came up with, people like James Hinchcliffe at all right now. Um, are we about to see a lot of turnover in IndyCar? It's There's a big number of guys in their 40s, and then there's a big number of guys in their early 20s. So, yeah, you are seeing the end of a classic area. Uh, era. And you're right. Uh, Castroneves, I think he'll be back next year, at least for the Indy 500, but he does not have a full-time deal yet for next year. It's still early. Dixon could drive another 10 years. He could say, you know what, I- I've done enough uh, at this point. So he's in that group of Masato is in his past his mid-40s at this point. I know he's not ready, but, yes, we're getting close. It, it is a really wonderful area with big star names and I think at least a dozen guys that can win this race. Kevin Lee, I will catch you on race day from Pagoda Plaza, NBC Sports, and trackside on 107.5 The Fan. Kevin Lee, 23, I appreciate you taking the time.